Hey guys, it's Troy. Hello everyone, it is Jiggy. And welcome back to another episode of the Pipe Bombshell Podcast. But today we're not reviewing a Women's Wrestling Week yet. Because mm-hmm. it's our special Wednesday episode. So we got an interview in store for you. And she's one of the biggest <sighs> names in podcast wrestling community for us. <laughs> this is a big day for us, not gonna lie. So it Jiggy, really is. introduce us to our guest. Okay, just for context and how big this person with us is, she just has interviewed, you know, just like a couple of big names out there, like Diana Perrazzo, Nikki James, Lisa Marie Varone. Oh, I didn't even see her. Diana shirt, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I just saw it on right now. But I guess some of you noticed by the by the by her voice. It is none other none other than Ella J, aka the host of the Wrestling Gal podcast. Welcome, Ella. Welcome. Welcome. To the show. Hi, thanks for having me. It's an honor, it's a pleasure to finally be on. Wow. We have a lot in store for you. And this was literally like a month in the making. Like I was just asking Ella some questions about um, you know, some things that we're gonna announce later on. And and then from that on, it just picked up like, oh, all right, um, do you is it fine if we have you on our show? And like here we are finally. And for context, it is Christmas Day for Ella right now, post-Christmas for Troy and I. So this is a very big, this is a good Christmas gift from the podcast gods <laughs> to have someone like Ella in our show. So Ella, um, do you want to introduce yourself for a little bit? Hi, I'm Ella J, host of a wrestling gal podcast, like you uh put it. Um, I am coming out to the end of the year. Um, I've done, I do a wrestling podcast all about the female perspective of pro wrestling, but I've had a bunch of my friends on too, who are non-females. So all about that. Um, and you know, basically I do a lot of interviews. It wasn't originally intended. I was going to do reviews and stuff like you guys are doing and like recaps and all that fun stuff. But then I kind of just got into interviewing. And so I kind of just jive with that now, but I have some shows shows in store for you guys that are not interviews because we like to throw in a curveball every once in a while and you know like you said I've interviewed some names who have be- kind of become some friends like Mickey James, Lisa, Deanna's really cool. Um I love pro wrestling, been a fan for 11 over 11 years now. Wow. And so yeah, I love podcasting, interviewing. Um I'm editor of a God podcast. I don't know when this is going to come out, but Godcast Yay. is going to be a thing on January 1st, oh. so depending when this comes out. Ooh. Uh Okay. So yeah, Wait. everyone should check that out too. Oh, so this is like actually a little announcement or anything because this is meant to be out next week Wednesday. Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think it's It'll be January before then. It's totally fine though. Yeah. But January 1st, oh Ga is launching Gawcast. Have Ga even like announced this on their Twitter or something? They've alluded to it on their Ga show every week on YouTube. They've alluded to it the last two weeks, but Here's an official announcement. Just right here on the Pipe Bombshell there podcast. You, go, you heard it first. You know, I don't know why, Troy. We're always super lucky to have something like this pop up every time we have an interview. Like, <laughs> That's honestly just... so true. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I'll just, I, I can just like list down the times, but without further ado, Ella, are you ready? I am. Okay, Troy, right. go on to our first segment of this interview. All right, so... I'm not sure. Well, Ella told me earlier that she was listening to some of our stuff right before the interview to get a gist, but I'm not sure if she 
knows about the whole diva talk. I do. Segment. Oh, she does. All right. So she did her homework, guys. She did her homework. She did her research. So TLDR, we're going to be giving you some quick questions, yes or no. Just choose which or which or which. You know, just pretty simple, just to get to know you a bit more. And it's going to be a mix of both wrestling and personal questions. You know, some some hobbies, some interests, and all of that. So, shall we just begin? Yeah, let's go for it. All right. So, first question. Favorite food? Pizza. Pizza yeah, yeah. always. Always. And we're going to have more questions about, about pizza, pizza later. later. Okay. <laughs> but go to fast food, fast food restaurant. Um, McDonald's or Taco Bell. But uh, McDonald's is top tier for me. But Taco Bell is not too far behind. Oh, my God. Uh, Agree. We love. We, we actually love Taco Bell, but we're limited branches here. The yeah, Philippines. and like mm-hmm. the amount of like variants that um the states has is nothing compared to what nothing. they have over here. They just have like the basic, the basic things. Kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah. No, we have a Taco Bell like every couple blocks. Same with like McDonald's. So at least where I am, so I I live off of those. Like, there's literally a McDonald's <laughs> right around the corner from where I live. So. I love that. All right. So first wrestling question. Um, these two are Jiggy and I's favorite wrestlers, female wrestlers on AEW. Britt Baker mm-hmm. or Penelope Ford? I knew this question was coming. Um, <laughs> I have to say I love and admire both, but I have to go with Penelope Ford. Ooh. Fair, fair choice. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Favorite song? Currently or all time? Mm, why not both? We have time for that. Okay. Um, <laughs> currently, I've been listening to a lot of Ava Max. Um, she Ooh. has an incredible album. I've been listening to Rumors, Belladonna, um, Naked's a great song by her. Um, I've also I also love country too. So I'm really into mm-hmm. Tennille Arts right now. She had an album come out earlier this year. There's a great song called Missing You. So I recently just made a 2021 playlist with like those songs on it. So Missing You by Tennille Arts and then anything Ava Max right now. And then All Time. Um, my favorite song of all time is a guy who was uh, on American Idol, Elliot Yamin from season five. The song is Wait For You. It was super big in like 2007, 2008. Um, and so I that's been my favorite song like ever since I first heard it way back when, 13 years ago. So that's my favorite song of all time. Yes, OMG. I was just about to bring up. Um, I saw, I'm saw. i seeing in your background, you have a hardcore country. I, I was going to bring that up too. <laughs> like, I'm like, when she said she likes country, I'm like, okay, like Mickey James yeah. plus country, of course you would have loved of course. it. And I yeah. love it too. Right. So, yes. For sure. Um, vanilla or chocolate? Oh, I love both. I'm a huge, see, I love, love chocolate, but if we're talking ice cream, I have to go with vanilla. Um, I love cookies and cream. And so that obviously comes with vanilla with like chocolate chunks and then like the cookie. So I have to go with vanilla if we're talking ice cream, but if we're talking anything else, then always chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> all okay, right. Okay. All right. That's fair. Because I don't really think besides ice cream, there's a lot of vanilla. Yeah. Anything? Unless it's like true. frosting so, or cake. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that's a fair point. Like we should clarify um, next time we have an interview that it's for ice cream itself. Honestly, because <laughs> that's, this is that's a, true. It's been like a constant question. You know, like, I'll type oh, it right God. now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, 
um next question another wrestling related question favorite wrestling promotion this could be from the indies mainstream or literally anything um mainstream i feel like this is a typical answer but nxt has really been thriving this year especially the women's division and i'm biased but like (laughs) the women's talent on nxt is literally top tier like troy said um you just had the return of mercedes martinez back to nxt and to see her like against like we're gonna be feuding with Io Shirai you know we had Dakota versus Rhea this past week and you see Raquel coming up on her own coming into her own and it's so incredible to see but if we're talking indie wise I'm a big fan of PWA which is pro wrestling Australia right now they're doing a tournament a 16 person tournament every Monday called the premiership and it's basically just to prove who's the best of the best and you have people like Jessica Troy Charlie Evans who's huge on the UK scene as well you have Maddie Wahlberg, uh, Kingsley, and you have a bunch of talented people in Australia. And I'm biased to the Australians because I've had a <laughs> bunch of them on my show. But really, PWA is a promotion that people should check out because they're all about intergender wrestling. So if you're a fan of that, Ooh. I highly suggest checking it out. Interesting. I'm going to check out PWA. I'll check that out too. Why not? Same. All right. Another wrestling related question quite controversial if you ask me trish stratus or lita lita always lita i love trish i love trish i knew this was coming too um i'm i love trish um i just prefer lita because personally i prefer more of the like edgy spunky style i think Mm -hmm. high flying stuff so i am have been more drawn to lita in the past but i i love trish she's phenomenal too definitely one of the greatest of all times i just personally prefer lita and plus i'm a big hardy boys fan so oh yeah that was really that was probably the fastest anyone has answered that usually (laughs) (laughs) that's true but um Okay, speaking about pizza, we I said earlier that we would have more pizza questions here. Here's another controversial one, if you ask me. Pineapple on pizza or not? See, the thing is, I've never tried it, so I don't know. I know people who yeah. swear by it. See, I'm very plain when it comes to my pizza. I'm a very picky eater, so I will only get, like, extra cheese or sausage on pizza. Maybe I don't like anything else. Like, I'm not big into pepperoni or anchovies or mushroom. I just can't do it. So I've never had pineapple on pizza, so I really wouldn't know how to judge it, honestly. I would be willing to try it, but I always just normally go for my go-to order that I'm comfortable with. So... I, I know people who go by both, who swear by it, or people who are absolutely against it. So I honestly don't know until I try it myself. I wish I could give a better answer, but that's the truth. And that's 100% valid. You should and try it for sure. You should. Because, you know, honestly, whenever I ask these to people, because um, here in the Philippines, um, one of the pe- most popular pizza flavors is Hawaiian. So it's basically mm-hmm, yeah. uh, it's ham and um, pineapple. But so I'm surprised that it's not, as popular around the world and i was surprised when this debate first came up so i'm just like oh okay (laughs) on to the next question i like pineapple on ham but i've never tried it on pizza so i don't know well it's an interesting discovery so Mm -hmm. try it out soon but next up favorite women's entrance music oh man 
I would say Alexa Bliss. Uh, her yes. theme song is spiteful. Another great one um, that I think is totally underrated. She doesn't have it anymore, but Mia Yim's number one where they go, I'm the, I'm the HBRC. Oh, yes. That's yeah. a great underrated theme song. And uh, Mercedes Martinez, I don't know if she's going to come back to it, um, but her one from like the Mae Young Classic is so, so good. Um, but right now, go ahead. Oh, didn't she? Doesn't she still use that? Like, like, or does she not? I know she used it in the Rumble. She's so in the Rumble, like, but yeah, I think they it up. yeah, they they've changed like everybody's theme song up now. So I mean, un underrated, I think is Mercedes and Mia. I love those, but right now I'm loving Alexa. Well, her original, like, spiteful, original. Uh, yeah, Alexa Bliss. All right, all right. Hey, so next question over here. So, um, we're not gonna get. Later on, we're gonna ask you a very, a very common question in women's wrestling. But you know, Troy and I have been thinking: who are the four horsewomen of the diva era? Or, as we are, just to clarify, the diva era is post Trish and Lita, and before the four, the four horsewomen. Because you know, unfortunately, as much as we hate to say it, WWE usually shuns that era when it comes to women's wrestling. But without further ado, among these four women, who do you prefer the most? Beth Phoenix, Mickey James, Melina, or Michelle McCool? I think, you know, I, you know, as the second I just read one person's name here, I was like, oh, Yeah, I, I, I was like, girl, we couldn't even have bothered. <laughs> well, Melina and Mickey are my girls. Um, and Beth actually, like, I went to the same college as Beth Phoenix, and I'm from the same Ooh. hometown as her. So I love the three of those, but my obvious answer, she's my favorite of all time, is Mickey James. She so, has a yeah. Poster of her right now. So, <laughs> yeah. that explain a lot. Yeah. So, but Mickey and Melina are my girls. So I love them. I'm excited. Uh, they're supposed to return on the fourth for Legends Night. So, I'm excited to see if they do anything with them, though. Very excited for that. And, you know, not another big deal or anything, but she also interviewed Melina. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> Melina Perez. Yeah. Oh. She's great. Yeah, but... Okay, we're gonna go. We're gonna get into more podcasts inside okay. later on. But yeah, well, speaking of horsewomen, you know, you can't talk about horsewomen without talking about the NXT horsewomen. So, Sasha Banks, Charlotte, Becky Lynch, and Bailey. Who stuck out to you the most? Um, see, it's changed throughout the years. So for the longest time, Bailey was my favorite out of those. But as the years have gone on, I've gotten to appreciate Charlotte a lot more. Um, she is just so incredibly, incredibly athletic and she has a certain charisma and poise and elegance about her when she comes out to the ring and she can basically work with anyone and make them look good. And she's so, she's so powerful. She just has a huge presence about her. So I would say it's changed throughout the years. But right now, Charlotte Flair has been my girl for about the last two years, just above Bailey. But I love all of them. So they're all fantastic in their own right. That's honestly so true. Like, people should just stop fighting about it. Like, appreciate all yeah. of them. They're all true, amazing. true. But um, moving on, we have, this is our actually second to the last question here on Diva Talk. Money in the Bank winner or Royal Rumble winner? Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble is my favorite pay-per-view and mm -hmm. I always I always Damn. love watching them. It just for like you always have that classic Kofi or John Morrison spot. I love watching the Royal Rumbles. Granted this year we didn't really get to see any of those spots at least in the men's Royal Rumble, but um 
you get you can have so many like different things going on in the Royal Rumble and you just want your fate you don't know when your favorite's gonna come out and then you can have surprise returns like this year we had for Edge you know um, in 2020 that was surprising and the Women's Royal Rumble is incredible too because you don't know if you're gonna get NXT talent or Legends or Combination coming back I do love Money in the Bank though because that is always super fun to see six to eight competitors just all flying and you get to see so much action with the ladders but I think just because I'm such a huge fan of the Royal Rumble pay-per-view I have to go with that I mean no one can deny the power of the Royal Rumble which by the way we are in Royal Rumble season so I'm so excited (laughs) the road to Wrestlemania any quick predictions on who you might think is winning Oh gosh, I honestly haven't even read any of the spoilers or like predictions. Mm. Oh gosh, who have they been pushing a lot? See, last year we all thought it was going to be Shayna, but then Charlotte came out as a dark horse. Who have they been pushing a lot? I honestly don't know. I would, I want it to be an NXT woman selfishly, like Rhea Ripley. I think that would be an incredible comeback for her last year to have lost it to the NXT to, to have lost it from the Royal Rumble winner, Charlotte. I mm-hmm. think Rhea Ripley would be a great choice, you know, to bring up because she's had her time in NXT. Um, but I think she's feuding with Raquel Gonzalez right now, but that would be a huge push to have Rhea Ripley win. But from the main roster, hmm, I think a cool pick would be Alexa bliss. Cause she's had a cool turn, a darker turn. Yeah. And it would be interesting to see, um, Assuming she would go after Asuka, how that would work. They could build in the Fiend with Asuka because Asuka is a great utility player. She can go anywhere you need her and work with everybody. So I think a good winner. I think Alexa's always like in the top five predictions. So I think Alexa would be a great pick as well. But what about you guys? You know, wait, I'll go first. Go ahead. Um, okay, okay. Wait, I guess this is Zachary. Now that you mentioned it, I'm just imagining Oscar making fun of the theme. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like the characters can like go well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I guess. Okay, I'll give. I'll have one pick of who I think WWE will make win and who I want to win. So who I want to win is Bianca Belair. But WWE has constantly failed the Bianca Belair stand yeah. on feeding. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about. So, um, but who I feel like WWE will push, you know, um, there's a gut feeling of me they might make Charlotte win again, but I'm guessing Bailey just because I'm assuming they're gonna make Bailey versus Sasha again in Mania. That's even a good though, point. like, even though personally, like, I'd rather not see it yet. Like, maybe um, WrestleMania 38 in 2022. That would that would for me that would have been a better spot. So they. So we have like more time to cool off from their Hell in a Cell match. But knowing WWE, they would probably still have Billy versus Sasha this next year. So yeah, those are my predictions. Well, same with you, but I want to see an underdog win. So I'm going to say, why not Lana? It'll be interesting because who would have thought in a million years? But you know what? We're out. We're always asking for different stuff. So yeah, might as well not complain, but. With that said, I'm really interested to this year's Rumble because I don't know who's going to win. I don't know who's so returning unless everyone in the Legends Night is because <gasps> I'm going to bag. Perfect segue. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But with that said. Okay, I'm going to ask it later on. Oh, all right. Well, final question on Diva Talk. You know, Jiggy and I are always for the Divas. Um, we're always giving everyone enough love. So the golden question, Eva Maria Rosa Mendes. 
You know, I'm going to give it, oh gosh, that's, that's hard. I'm trying not to be biased with Total Divas right now. Oh my God. <laughs> because <laughs> the thing is, I know Eva Marie went back because she knew she needed some practice. So she uh, yeah. went out of her way to get like extra help and she trained very, very hard. Um, but the Total Divas drama side is like, seeping into me right now um so i'm gonna go with rosa mendez because you know Ooh. she did a lot of things throughout her career and she was so versatile so whether she was with los matadores you know we saw her in a bunch of romantic feuds <laughs> um she was, she was she was everywhere she was so versatile and she was very hard working and it's unfortunate that she didn't get pushed to the moon because i think she should have so i'm gonna go with rosa mendez Peligrosa. And without further ado, that actually ends our first segment of our interview period. That was not so gonna fun. lie. That was pretty short because the other diva talks. Yes. Oh, girl. Oh, it was like 40, <laughs> minutes. 40 minutes. And I'm not mad about it, honestly, but honestly, this was a pleasant true. surprise. But yes. thanks for the diva talk. So, Jiggy, why don't you start the main segment? Actually, wait. I have one more question. Okay. This is a very quick question. Because, like, I, we were in the topic of Royal Rumble, and Troy brought up, why not Lana win? So, Ella, I just want to get your thoughts on this, because I've been reading this one um, article of, like, a possible Royal Rumble finish. And it seems like after how Lana won Survivor Series, if, if WWE were to make Lana win, this is how she would have won. So, 28 and 29 would just eliminate each other. Then 30 comes out and win without doing anything. What do you think about that? <laughs> Um, I think that would be I think that would be on brand for how things have been going for Lana like right place right time Um, I wouldn't be mad at it because I know how hard she's been working and everything especially after um, the documentary we saw on the network she's definitely been working really really hard and you know she was way over a couple years ago with Lana is the best Lana number number one so the crowd obviously likes her for the most part anyway. Um, but I just feel bad with like the tables. I wouldn't be mad at it. It would definitely be on brand for her and it wouldn't be like too random. It would make sense. Does that make sense? Because it wouldn't be the first time it would be happening. So I could see that happening. I wouldn't be mad about it. Um, she's not my first choice, but I'm okay with it. I can, I can roll with that. Same here. That's so true. But here is actually the first question of our official interview. So, you know, um, we always want to check up on some people. Like, even though 2020 is about to end, we're still in the middle of this pandemic. (laughs) So we just want to know, Ella, how are you during this pandemic? Like, in general? Um surviving is the short answer so i mean honestly podcasting has been my solace throughout this entire year because i have a shoot job outside of this in retail which has been so crazy and so exhausting and draining and but you know you got to do what you got to do so but outside of that you know especially this year i've become i've been able to integrate myself into the wrestling community and gain so many friends like you guys and with fellow podcasters wrestlers content creators journalists etc and so like everyone else has kept me sane i've been do- been able to do what i love which is interviewing podcasting re- uh 
interacting with everybody else in this wrestling community. So I'm okay. Well, at least with wrestling wise, it's like I said, it's been my solace. So I've survived. And so I guess that's all that matters. You know, I've um, improved a lot. I've gotten some pretty cool accomplishments this year. So I can't complain too much, but it's just been a crazy, crazy year. um, Mentally, physically, spiritually, psychologically, everything. But I'm doing okay, you know, like everyone says, we're just doing the best we can. Yeah, we're doing our best to survive this year till the very That's end. That's so true. And Because like, uh, yeah, this year, I think it speaks for itself. I don't want to talk about True. It. Well, more to come in 2021. And I know you have lots in store for 2021, but we'll talk about that later. So with that said, um, you know, Jiggy and I, and probably um, a lot of other of your listeners, uh, we know you as the Wrestling Gal Podcast host and now you're working with grown-ass women tv so that's pretty interesting but before we get on get into that um what are some of your hobbies outside of your podcast and women's wrestling um hobbies i love watching uh current uh, like true crime stuff on um like hulu and netflix i love reading poetry i had a creative writing minor in college so that's something i've always loved writing and reading and stuff um, so I love doing that. I, <laughs> I'm i pretty uh, active lately in watching game uh, streaming like gamers. I love yes. watching those, especially Among Us right now. Same I've been watching here. way too many of those and staying up late to watch streams because time differences. Um, what else? Honestly, it's just a lot of wrestling, streaming, watching Netflix or Hulu, and then like reading, writing poetry, listening to music. Um, basically, those things keep me sane. Pretty much everything we've been doing this whole lockdown. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, oh, and TikTok. Very- and TikTok. Yes. <laughs> oh Favorite TikTok bands on the spot. Let's go. Oh, see, the thing <laughs> is, I don't I don't really watch TikTok dances. My okay. for you page is Among Us Retail. Like I've been really into like small business TikTok. Um, a skincare TikTok. It's yeah. like all. The, it's like those five things. So I don't really. I'm not good at dancing, even though I did like dancing when I was younger. I'm not good at dancing anymore. Um, so I guess the basic answer would be the Renegade because that's the only one I really like. Kind of know. <laughs> I feel old. <laughs> no, not really. Okay, so, um, you know, we all have like our stories of how we discovered pro wrestling. So we want to know yours because I actually don't know. And yeah, I don't know. So how did you discover wrestling? So I, this was 2009. It was the summer of 2009. I was, it was a Friday night. I was scrolling through channels cause I was bored. I was 11 years old and like, I, I had no friends, so I wasn't going out on a Friday night. Um, and then, so I see this guy with cool face paint and like, I flip back and it's Jeff Hardy. It's Jeff Hardy Ooh. versus CM Punk in a loser leaves town match. So it was Jeff's last match before he leaved in before he left in 2009 and then, you know, came back in 2017. So that was the first match I ever saw. I'm like, this guy is really cool, really charismatic. Well, charismatic enigma. But um, I just remember like seeing this guy with cool face paint. I'm like, this is cool. And like, I like sports and I don't know how I don't, how I didn't find wrestling before this. Cause I love watching and playing sports. And so that was my first memory of wrestling. So I would keep watching every single week and obviously Jeff left. So I had to find new favorites. And then I found Mickey James, um, John Morrison, Shawn Michaels, basically the whole SmackDown crew. Cause it was Friday night SmackDown at that time. Uh-huh. 
I didn't even know raw was a thing for like a good, like a good four or five months. I would see like commercials for it. I'm like, who is John Cena? Who is Seamus? But I didn't know what channel it was on, but they would always play commercials. So I'm like, what is this? And then I finally watched raw. It was uh, Seamus versus John Cena was like the big feud at the time for the WWE championship. Um, And so I find, kind of fell in love with wrestling from there. Uh, Mickey James was the first women's wrestler I ever saw. Uh, Mickey versus Layla was the first uh, match I like ever saw women's wise. Unfortunately, the first women's like rivalry I saw was the whole Piggy James thing. So my introduction to women's <laughs> wrestling was not the best, and I still I still get angry about it to this day. But it did kind of touch on a real life thing. And so that's where Mickey kind of became my favorite because she, you know, she was the underdog in the scenario. And I think I sympathized with her because I could relate to like the body insecurities and all that, you know, with mean girls and stuff like that, like Lay Cool were portraying. So I think I kind of fell in love with Mickey throughout that because I could, I feel like I was her. And then, you know, then she left in April. So like, and Shawn Michaels left. So a bunch of my favorites left within the first year of me being into wrestling. But I just think it was like the storyline thing. And like, it was just a good distraction for everything going on personally. And you could invest yourself in characters and everything, you know, because I didn't know that kayfabe was a thing. So I thought that those were really the people <laughs> for a good while. Um, so yeah, that was my introduction to wrestling. I kind of just fell in love with it. Like Shawn Michaels was super, super funny in DX. They were hilarious. I loved them. So for me, it was kind of an escape. So I'm forever thankful. I was just scrolling on TV on a Friday night and then saw Jeff Hardy. So here we are now. <laughs> here she is. Now she has her own podcast. And <laughs> wow. Honestly, that was such a story. Like, <laughs> Period. Yeah. Speaking of oh my God. speaking of wrestling experiences, um, you know, whenever as wrestling fans, usually we'd have these like dream opponents or like someone who we'd like to meet someday, or you know, might as well. Especially when we were younger, we think like, when I grow up, I want to face this person right here. For that me, so for me, it was Beth Phoenix. Just, just a quick oh. plug there. You know, she was the one I grew up with. But you know, mine she, was. Oh, it was that. What was that? Okay, um, not really like face, but I was like, I'm gonna be Kelly Kelly's tag team. Kelly player. Kelly. <laughs> I think everyone's been I there. Love Kelly. We love Kelly. Kelly Collegend, as we call her on Kelly this show. Kelly Collegend. Um, you know, should you be given the opportunity to have a match, um, who would you consider as your dream opponent? Make it top five, so it's not that. If it makes it easier for you. If it's easier um, for you. Obviously, God, I, I'd be afraid to face Mickey, though. See, I'm not. <laughs> see, I did sports all my life, but I am not as athletic anymore as I used to be. Mm -hmm. So besides Mickey, um, I love Paige. I feel like I related to Paige on like a like personal level because we're both very pale and it took me a long time to embrace like my skin and like my mm -hmm. image and all that so she was a big inspiration for me and I always thought she was so you know she was anti-diva and so I never kind of I wasn't like at what's the word traditionally like the looks and everything and so she yeah. was different so I'd love to square off with Paige if I were given that so Mickey and Paige oh gosh you're taking me back. This is hard. I'm trying to think of like who who would be like reasonable or believable for me to face off with. Um, 
I want to say Kelly Kelly so badly. Um, she's so athletic and everything. I love Kelly. That'd be fun. If we're talking like a couple years ago, yeah, I was in shape and athletic. So I would say Kelly Kelly too. Um, Beth Phoenix would be really cool because she's from my hometown. And so that would be like a cool draw. So yeah. and it'd be so fun too because we grew, I grew up like watching her too. She was back in that SmackDown era with like Lay Cool and then Mickey and Maria back mm -hmm. then. And number five. I want to say Dakota Kai. Um, she's one of my favorites in NXT right now. And like she, oh my God, she, she's just incredible. So I'd have to say heel Dakota Kai would be really, really fun to score off with. And actually I'd kind of like to team with her. I don't know if I want to score off with her, but either <laughs> way, I'd like to be in a ring with Dakota Kai too. That's so quite, um, that's quite a list. That's I'm a gonna lie. List, honestly, <laughs> I'm just like, Wow, that's a lot of. Well, I mean, like to be fair, uh, fortunately nowadays we have a lot of options to yeah. stand. Like, you know, um, just like in NXT, just like besides this week, they main evented three weeks in a row. Like the they week did. before, Crazy. and that is that has like never been heard of. Like, like women main event once, and then they would be like, okay, we're gonna give you like another six months to do it. Yeah, again. Mm -hmm. it's a bit annoying, but you know what? We're not yeah. here to be. A so <laughs> on to the next question so i'm um, sorry if you hear some dogs departing in the okay. background but um so you know personally for me one of my favorite experiences as a fan was watching a live event and i've only been to two res live wrestling events I've been to zero. Because, <laughs> and that just comes to show how little to none wrestling shows coming in the philippines we yeah. do have we do have like um a couple of indie promotions over here, but um I told myself like 2021, if there are wrestling shows already, I'm planning to go into one of the I'm planning to go into one of those. But international wise, um I've been into only two wrestling events. One is a fan experience event, and fortunate like there was a lot of big names in it. It was called World World Wrestling Fan Experience. Um, people like John Morrison were there. Um fortunately, the, fortunately, the women's match was Melina versus Jillian Hall. And of course, Jillian Hall. When I heard Jillian, Jillian Hall sang, I was like, "Yes, this is what I've been watching." And yeah, um, even like Luke Gallows was there. And then the second one I went to was a WWE live event here in Manila. And you know, Sasha Banks, Charlotte. That was the ongoing feud of that time. And, I miss you know, Sasha Banks and Charlotte. I this miss sounds like 2016. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Owens just was yeah. universal champion and yeah, it was just such a moment. So going, going into that, have, what are your, have you been to a wrestling show and which one is your favorite if ever, maybe top five, it seems like you're having a hard yeah. time. So I've been to about 30, between 25 to 30 events. Um, wow. most, most of them have been WWE, but I've been to a couple TNA slash impact and three ring of honor shows. Oh gosh, top five. Oh my god. I can do I can do a top two or All top right. three. Um, so do you guys remember? Oh my god, this is last year. So November 1st of last year, it was the day after the super showdown where the where the SmackDown roster was stuck overseas. Do you guys remember this news? Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was so, filled with NXT. So was I one? was there. I was wow. sitting ramp. I was literally sitting right along the right along the ramp. And so I'm like, we are literally going to have nobody besides the women <laughs> and the Miz, Daniel Bryan, and Sami Zayn, because those were the only three left back in the States. So I'm like, we are literally going to have nobody. And even when we met Daniel Bryan outside, he was like, I don't really know what's going to happen tonight, guys, but it should be interesting. <laughs> so even Daniel oh had no God. idea what was going to happen. Um, but there was rumblings, you know, of an NXT invasion. You know, um, we saw like Renee Young come. Um, Pat McAfee was there. And we were like, what are they going to do besides the women? I thought they were just going to have like the Miz and Daniel Bryant like to like 40 minutes and like Sami Zayn do something with the women. We had no idea what was going to happen. And so we're sitting like along the ramp. And then I believe Bailey was Bailey or something was the second segment. And all of a sudden you see Shayna Baszler running out and like, we're like, Oh my gosh, NXT wow. is here. And then you had like Keith Lee was there. You had Tommaso Ciampa. You had the Undisputed Era. I got to see Rhea Ripley for the first time. I was like popping when Rhea Ripley's wow. music came on. And then she came out with Tegan against uh, Mandy and Sonya. And so that was just an amazing event. And plus I got to see Shawn Michaels to my favorite of all time. So that was a huge event because we were like nobody knew what was going to happen. Yeah. I kept check I kept checking the um news reports that day because literally nobody I had any clue what was going to happen. So to be there live in the NXT invasion and seeing that first initial build up to Survivor Series that year was incredible. That was oh that was so magical. Um Another one, and honestly, any NXT event I go to is great too because you get to experience it live. And any like non televised show is incredible because the um, wrestlers can break character and interact with the crowd more, and it's more fun. You know, they don't have to be as scripted, so those are always fun. But one more that stands out in my head is from 2016. So it would. Do you guys remember that? Uh, 2016 draft do you guys remember that that yes. summer so my smackdown was the week after it was the first smackdown live after the draft and then so that night they had a, a six-pack challenge and you know they're new to now being on what tuesday nights now um and so I was sitting on the ramp again and like I'm a huge Dolph Ziggler fan. And so just like the week before, after they had drafted everybody, I'm like, I'm just, you know, I'm going to make a sign for my favorite. And so it said, it's Dolph's time to shine. And so later on that night, you know, Dolph's announced for this six pack challenge. I'm like to determine the number one contender for the WWE championship against Dean Ambrose. And you have names like Bray Wyatt in this match, John Cena, AJ Styles, Baron Corbin, Dolph Ziggler, and then Apollo Crews. And I'm like, there's no way he's winning, but I'm going to like, yeah. I'm still going to support him. And then, so I'm sitting a ramp again, like a couple people in, but you can still see me from TV. So he comes out, sees my sign, and he's like, I know. And little funny enough, he won the match. Wow. He became the number one contender wow. for, uh, he pinned AJ Styles. And honestly, I didn't think that was going to happen. And my sign was in the background after him winning. And it made the uh, 
video package for a Survivor Series. And so that was just like I like a spur of the moment thing. I didn't know he was going to win. So that was a great moment to always look back and see my reaction um, wow. to him winning because I still have recordings that my brother recorded <laughs> um, from that night. So it was just like I couldn't believe it when he won. I'm like screaming when you hear the one, two, three where he pins AJ Styles. So being at those moments, I guess, where like stuff personally happened where it whether it was seeing someone for the first time or like a great moment where my sign got to be on TV. Um, moments like those are really, really special for me. I've been to a bunch, but those two or three, and, and like I said, any NXT event I go to is incredible. So yeah. That must have been <laughs> amazing. I can't even comprehend. Like I can't comprehend it. I've never been to a wrestling show, so... You've been on the Thunderdome, girl. I, I have. Oh, I forgot about the Thunderdome. Main event of... Me? Yeah. 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 I was I was Ooh. at the I was in the main event. Uh, and it's random where they place everybody, but I was yeah, in the main event of SummerSlam. And so I have a screenshot of me. I was like right in the front row. They put me for some reason of oh was it Bray versus Braun? I think it Bray was. Braun, then was it, like, yeah, was it Bray versus bad. Yeah, was mm -hmm. it Bray versus Braun? And then Roman came back, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I, I have a screenshot of myself. I see I was in the main event of of SummerSlam. <laughs> <laughs> wow I, I would have done the same thing and that's literally what i did last week because i was in raw he was in we week. were in raw and you try to find we yourself and sometimes yeah, you can find myself. yourself then i was looking at oscar i'm like oh my god that's me beside oscar right <laughs> and then you try to take <laughs> screenshots quickly or you go yeah, back yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. okay but yeah, yeah that well. just goes to show like how much we love wrestling and hopefully we would have more live wrestling shows once 2021 comes. I hope us. so. They're so oh fun. So, well, I guess talking about like, so I was, I, I, I just feel like sometimes Buffalo gets lucky with the events. So I was actually at the last, it's always SmackDown, but I, I promise I don't plan this. Um, I was actually at the last SmackDown live with the crowd earlier this year, right before mm -hmm. Elimination Chamber. And so, I mean, you had Elimination Chamber and then you had Raw and then they canceled everything for it. They canceled the NXT crowd and SmackDown. But I was at the last SmackDown the week before with the crowd. So America, yeah, we're very fortunate that we have wrestling events. So I really hope you guys get to experience that soon. I miss it so much. I feel very fortunate. Like I said, I was at the last one and we had no idea everything was shutting down. It was just extremely lucky because live events are so much fun. So I hope you guys get to experience that too. I feel like we're so spoiled here, but I want <laughs> you guys to experience that so badly. It's so much fun. Soon. Soon. Trust. Soon. I'll, I'll be in that ring. <laughs> well, not inside yeah. the ring in the stadium, but yeah, it's just you know when same here. Always a dream, especially for a Southeast Asian wrestling fan. Yeah, someday so we'll be there. But that was quite the experience. That was quite the talk for wrestling. So, I guess let's just start with your whole wrestling gal podcast. So you know, Jiggy and I. Um, I actually told Ella, by the way, before you mm -hmm. hopped on the call. Um, yeah, I was talking about how crazy our journey was with skype oh, then discord then Streamyard, girl that was a mess <laughs> but here we are now so we want to know what's your recording process like like how do you prepare prepare for your recording sessions for your mm -hmm. interviews do you tend to write everything down or do you rather speak on the spot 
Oh, no, I cannot speak. I will say I do have some moments where if someone says like something witty or there's like they mention something, I'll ask them like a follow up question. But no, I 95% of the time like script everything <laughs> like I have. So there's a little notepad app like on my computer. Well, I'll, I'll write everything out and then put the if it's a video interview, I'll put them to the side and then have this just toggle between that. Mm -hmm. um, so no, I actually I script everything out. And honestly, um, I'm used to now zoom Skype or phone call. So I will ask the person who I'm interviewing which one they prefer and just set it up that way. Um, but I really, I don't feel like I have the brain power or the retention to like remember every single thing. So I literally script out everything. And another thing too, is if the person, cause sometimes they want questions ahead of time, like I can easily send it to them then. Um, but it's literally a script is how I would say it. So everything that you hear me say for the most part anyway, is literally how I write it down in there. Um, it's just so I can like focus too on the conversation that I don't have to like um, go off rhythm and try to remember what I was going to say. You know, that's just me personally. If you have the retention for that, kudos to you. Cause I certainly don't. I hope <laughs> there's so much. No. <laughs> As we're talking, we are currently in the Google doc. Yeah. Right <laughs> See? See? Oh my gosh. You didn't have to expose this girl. No, but no, like we, we all have our own process. True. Like you, like it's the yeah, same yeah. thing as me. Like I literally will have the notepad app on the side of my computer. And so, so, I mean, that's why I mainly do audio stuff. So you don't see me like looking <laughs> between. Um, I try to be discreet if I'm doing video interviews, but yeah, no. So, I mean, you do what you got to do. You know, it keeps everything organized and then you can just, sometimes it goes out of order. And so I just kind of, if I think I should go to another question next, then I'll go to that and come back to it. So that's pretty much my process. I'm pretty much familiar with Zoom, Skype, and um phone call now too so i'm it's basically whatever they want um so that's pretty much my process for like in interviews but research is a whole nother thing <laughs> true. true oh my god like that's i think people don't really part. take that into consideration to be honest and that's actually the one that takes the most time out of all true. of us yeah but Oh my God. But talk, speaking about interviews, so Troy and I have been thinking about this. Like, I don't know if it's if it's because we're new or we're just a bit unlucky, but um, how do you contact different female wrestlers for to be on your show for interviews? Because like, okay, for context, there was also like one time, um, it was for Moxie Molly. Um, so we interviewed Moxie Molly, but before that, it literally took us a month to get her just because um, when we... When we contacted her on email, it was on spam. And then when we contacted her on Instagram, it would go to the message request. But not a lot of people check that. So fortunately, um, the, um, we can easily contact DS from Ring the Bell. Thank you, DS, by the way. Love you. <laughs> and he was, the, he was really the one that um, got us together and made, made her aware. And, you know, long story short, we got the interview. But as of late, we've been quite unlucky, I would I would say when it comes to contacting different female wrestlers. So, so coming from you with 104 episodes now, I believe a lot. How do you come out? Yeah. Well, as of this recording, so how do you contact this amount of female wrestlers on your show? Well, the secret is I have just as many blunders as you guys do. So I would say the ratio is probably about. 
oh my god maybe like 60 40 like 60 percent of people will get back to me and then another 40 percent will one not see it to ignore it or i call it ghosting but you know that happens in any industry you're not going to get everybody you reach out to so that's why i kind of reach out to a lot of people to guarantee i'll get at least some of them um, like you said, though, sometimes it genuinely just gets stuck in the request folder, which I know some people don't tell me that. I've had guests tell me that before. Sometimes um, they don't see the emails because it goes to spam. Or a couple times I've had people email me like a month or a month and a half later because they genuinely didn't see it because their inbox is so full from like everything, you know, and so they'll only see yeah. it when they're going through it. So I'll, I've had a couple of instances where they're like, I'm so sorry. I just saw this, but I would love to still be on if you're interested. It's happened a couple times um honestly it's just all about perseverance i feel like i've kind of gotten to the point where you're not not gonna get everyone you want yeah. or you reach out to but i mean if i can help you guys we'll talk about this later but if there's anybody you're yes. like oh looking for that like i'm kind of good in with i can help you guys out because i'm gonna not, not gonna lie i've gotten a couple interviews where someone else has helped me and i've helped other people get interviews for people i've had good interaction with and it's all about building off the community but i digress um yeah i mean honestly i you guys are not alone trust me i get a lot of non-responses or you know ghosting or they just don't see it but like i said it's all about perseverance and like being professional too um and like sometimes personalizing messages um but yeah honestly it's just i feel like i've just gotten to a point trust me i would get frustrated super super frustrated and sometimes still do but i realize people are busy sometimes sometimes wrestlers yeah, some of them just true. genuinely don't like podcasting um or interviews so they Fair it's point. better you know um i mean i i personally haven't been told no before but i know my other friend who's a podcaster the person was upfront and frank like they don't like doing it but like thank you for reaching out and like being interested so that i know that's happened to one of my friends and so just trust me you guys aren't alone trust me it still happens to me still happens to a bunch of my other podcasting friends but honestly just be grateful for the ones that you do get um yeah. don't be too pushy i do have a thing though where I will reach out or sometimes people get back to you and then they forget to respond after a second time because you know, they're mm -hmm. busy. So That's I have true. a thing where if the person emails me back like, or, or DMS or whatever back, cause I reach out on email, Twitter and Instagram. It just depends. Um, mm -hmm. But if they email me back, for example, and I email them back and I don't hear anything for like three or four days, I'll send a second one just as a follow-up. But then after that, it's like, and after that then you know it is what it is um i mean it sometimes <laughs> sometimes people forget sometimes people don't want to be on which is fine you know it's their time they can do whatever they want but um just as a rule of thumb after like two responses after that i you know just so you know so it is what it is but don't mm -hmm. get discouraged trust me it happens to the best of us so you're not going to land everybody you reach out to trust me but also it's about building um it's also about building a resume too. And um, sometimes if you've interviewed a couple names, you can put in who you've interviewed in the past just to show like your resume. So keep track of two who you've interviewed. And sometimes if you feel it's a bigger name and you just, you can sometimes put in some of the past people you've had on your show as like a track record to show. Um, and so, yeah, just basically don't get discouraged. I know it's hard. Trust me. It's still hard for me too, quite frankly. 
but you're not alone and not everyone's going to get back to you. So I, I guess, especially right now, though, it's really busy, but um, don't feel discouraged. <laughs> but I understand if you are, because it still happens to everybody. So you're not alone. Trust me. Yeah, well, that makes us a whole lot better, probably, because we, we actually have contacted around three people to be yes. on this one. Um, fortunately, um, one of them actually responded. Um, but, you know, we were rejected. They said that they weren't available for interviews right now, but yeah. we, thought of just, we were thankful that at least we she acknowledged it. But I don't know. I guess in the future... I mean, Ooh, I've been I've been ghosted before several times by um, several times. So, and it is what it is, you, you know. Yeah, but you, there's hit or misses. Trust me, I've been ghosted before. Well, someone where someone will respond like enthusiastically, and then like I will respond like almost instantly, and then hear nothing. So, or we'll go back and forth. And it just, they stop responding. So, I mean, that's just life, though. That's the honest truth, guys. <laughs> You're not going to land everybody you reach out to. But that's I don't make I don't make it a big thing, you know? I'm grateful for whoever I have on. So, it's it just, it is what it is. I don't make a big yeah. thing of it. But, yeah, I can get where it's frustrating. Trust me. Best of luck to us, Jiggy, in the future, because... Honestly, I'm just like, oh, God. Although, Wait. you've had a lot of people on your show, by the way, so... Kudos Thank to you. that. So 100... Let me check Spotify right now, just to be sure what that number... Wait, I'm gonna... It's 104 episodes 104. right now. Oh, okay, there we go. Yeah. Right. Another, <laughs> another tip, though, too, is if you... If, another good thing, though, too, is building a rapport with somebody over social media. Say, um, y see if they can get familiar, like, with their work, or if at least they kind of recognize your face or your name. Like, all you have to do is, like, type something nice in their comments before. I've had that before where I'll go back and forth and on Twitter with somebody and then a couple months later I'll reach out to them and they'll know who I am because I've been very nice and supportive like genuinely if you love their work just building a rapport with them on social media is great that's how I've gotten a couple of my interviews because they knew who I was then at that point and we kind of have this friendly banter thing going on on Twitter or Instagram so that's another good thing too is building a rapport with somebody if they if they don't let's say if they don't have their DMs open they don't have an email or anything and their Insta thing goes right to request and then one day you can like tweet them and be like well I wanna, like would you be interested blah 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 and then they'll kind of know who you are and you have a greater chance of having them on for a friendly conversation because you're kind of already acquainted with them so I've gotten I've done that a few times too and just because genuinely I like the person too and I want them on my show but building a rapport is another good key to that too so yeah all right Jiggy you better t we better take notes girl <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I might as well should be. Well, on the topic of um, interviews on shows, um, you know, you've you've had quite the list of female wrestlers on your show. But who is someone who is a female wrestler that you haven't had on your show, but you would love to meet and interview? Um, at the top of my list right now. Um, see, the other day I made like a top 10 for 2021. Um, Alley Cat is a huge one who I admire. Um, and so 
it's kind of it might happen we've like she's mentioned it so i mean that i can't promise anything but she's definitely at the top of my list um priscilla kelly is at the top of my list um dakota kai Rhea ripley um who else I'm trying to think. There's so many. Um, Jetta on the UK scene is one who I, I, oh my God, I love her. She's the Princess Diana of Wrestling is her nickname. Uh, Millie McKenzie is a great one. But I would say at the top of my list right now is Priscilla Kelly and Alley Cat. There's quite a list. Wait. Genuine question, though. I just want to know, like, you, of course, um, I, I don't know. Like, there's something with me. Like, I have a gut. Oh, wait, the dogs. But, like, um, <laughs> this is a genuine question. Does WWE, like, I know it's probably harder to get WWE talent onto shows and stuff. So, does that, I actually, I just want to know, does that go through WWE itself? Or does it just go directly to the rest? Of, oh, my God. Let me beat myself for a while. <laughs> Troy can ask the question if you want. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Sure. Um, well, TLDR. Um, if you're familiar with it, like, how does the whole process with um, asking someone who's under contract or at least affiliated with the WWE, yes. like, how is the process, like, in contacting, like, do they have to ask permission from the company? Do you have to ask permission from the company yourself? Like, so I'm not going to lie. I don't have too much experience with um, getting WWE talent because besides Mickey James, who who's known me for forever. So all she had to do was clear it with management. She was like, I'm doing this basically. Um, but from other friends who I know who are bigger names than me, they have, they have connections and stuff. But from what I can gather, um, I know Alicia too told me once that like a wrestler followed her on Twitter from mm -hmm. WWE. And so she DM'd them and was like, like, would you be interested? And so the person had to just clear it with management or whoever's in charge with their media. It might be talent relations or media relations. Basically they just had to get it cleared. So you do have to go through WWE for interviews from what I can gather. And like I said, I don't have that many direct contacts with WWE besides Mickey and like a couple legends like I've had on my show. Nobody pretty active. Um, a couple of them like I have open direct messages with, but um, no, not a lot of them follow me. But I do know you have to get it cleared with management and like to, or you have to have like direct contact with management and be like, like I want so-and-so or or management will book you like the bigger names like scott fish fisherman um who's another one who's big like sean ross sap is a good one um basically people who have built a resume and credibility and have been on like media passes and stuff like that oh well i mean for for impact um i had my interview where i was on press pass i had to go through them to talk to, to diana so i would assume wow. it's the same thing for wwe where you have to email or like talent relations or have the talent ask them to get through it but that's hard when you don't have direct access to talents to yeah. even ask them to ask the other person so i mean that's just from what i know from talking to other podcasters and interviewers so it's hard unless you're like a big name or affiliated with like a big newspaper or a news site like like the miami herald wrestle zone who already have those connections so mm -hmm. hopefully that made sense yeah it did. you know what jiggy let's just contact Vince McMahon right away. <laughs> yes. If only it was that easy. If only it was that easy. Yeah. But honestly. 
But, you know, you talked about um, Mickey, how you got into contact with Mickey James when you guys had your interview. So speaking of Mickey James or grown-ass women's wrestling TV as a whole, what's your, um, now that you did officially announce GawCast on January on 2021, um, so we want to know, what's your working relationship like with SoCal Val, Lisa Marie, and Mickey James over at grown-ass women TV or Gaw as a whole? The whole they, team. They're incredible. So um, originally it was Mickey who reached out to me and was like, because she knew I did a whole podcast and everything. And so uh, last month she messaged me and was like, do you want to like help us launch like a, a podcast, a Gawcast as they wanted to call it? Um, Because they wanted to do something to at least like provide like an audio version of their YouTube show. Mm -hmm. So right now we're backlogging a bunch of their old episodes before because they have 30 something episodes right now at the time of recording this. So it's going to take a little bit to get caught up in everything. So Mickey knew I had experience with podcasting and interviewing and like editing audio and stuff. And so she asked me that. And then so I was already friends with Lisa. And then Val is like their main editor for the show. And she's kind of the main host of it that like facilitates stuff. And so we're all in like a group chat now. And so we've basically just been going back and forth or sometimes Zoom calling to figure out how we wanted to do this, what platform we wanted to put it on, how you can best like benefit financially from it. And a lot of mechanics. <laughs> so it's been a lot of back and forth messages so we can get it because we're all in different parts of the world. Like Lisa's here over here in California. I'm in New York. Mickey's in Tennessee. Val's in the UK. So it's all different time zones. <laughs> so wow. it was sometimes hard to coordinate. But um, we yeah, we're in a group chat. And so basically that's and then obviously we can email each other stuff like I needed them to record certain things so I could put together intros and outros because I guess I'm their official editor, <laughs> as my my title would be. Um, and so um, an episode's actually already up, but it's uh, privated right now. So that'll be up. We'll be dropping four episodes on January 1st. Um, and basically, it just, I mean, I've designed some t-shirts for them, too, which has been really empowering to work with some of my heroes. And it's really, really cool. Um, they're super kind, super great, super professional, too. And, you know, it's just like just a girl group, you know, it's really cool to be a part of. And I can't believe it. Trust me, I, part of me is still like, I can't believe any of this is happening. <laughs> um, but it's they're really, really cool. I'm super, super excited to officially be part of Team God. It's something I like at 12 year old me would never have imagined. It's crazy. Well, first of wow. all, I want to say congratulations <laughs> on the yeah, on the working deal. relation. It's it's a big deal. I saw actually Jiggy and I both saw um mm -hmm. the news on Twitter and you I I don't remember who said it, but like I just saw someone saying like um the host of uh a wrestling doll podcast is going to start working with God TV, and I was like, "Wow, this is a huge thing!" Yeah. And I was like, yeah. "Congratulations!" Now that we're finally meeting, I just want to say congratulations. Thank like, you. This congratulations. is a big thing. Like, so, I'm, yeah, like no I'm other speechless. words. That's such a big deal. Like I can't even just like imagine working with people who I literally looked up to, and now must <laughs> be crazy. Know, it, it's yeah. crazy too because the timing of it um just a side note so the timing of it was super super weird i don't know do you guys like believe in co that coincidences aren't like if if it's too good to be true it's like not a coincidence it was meant to be 
Um, Cause that happened <laughs> yeah. to me. So Mickey initially asked me on November 15th of last month. And so November 15th, 2020, Mickey's asking me if I can help them on their podcast. Well, November 15th, 2019, a, year, a whole exactly a year before I saw her again in wow. person. And she was like, you have a podcast. And then to to exactly a year later, she asked me if I can help them with their podcast is just Ooh. insane. And like so, wow. yeah. And so to be working with my hero, uh, I love Mickey so much. I don't want to fangirl too much. <laughs> I'm but, like, right now. <laughs> to have someone like trust you is just incredible. And like to see the evolution of like our, like, I don't know what it is, like working relationship. I don't know what to call it. Yeah. It's just like so surreal. Like you guys said, like working with your heroes is mind blown we can only dream jiggy that's true <laughs> maybe see, we don't know, we don't you, know. you never know trust me i like 12 year old me would never have imagined like trust me trust me like it'll happen trust me just keep working hard and like i said building a rapport with people you guys will get there your dreams will come true maybe 2021 you never know literally you never know because i never would have imagined this fingers crossed fingers crossed <laughs> imagine i would oh my god i need oh that god. i need to see you guys with kelly kelly please oh, oh my god barbie blank if you're listening to this hit us up yes <laughs> love that. all right but well on to that um we're really thankful that there are a lot of uh, fellow podcast podcast um podcasters in the community who are really supportive of uh, supportive of us and always willing to give us advice and give us help like you. So with that said, do you have any messages that you want to give to other women's wrestling fans who plan on starting their very own podcast or just making women's wrestling content in general? Hmm. Okay. Well, a couple things I've learned. Well, one, you obviously need the right equipment for everything. Um, well, basically you need to be comfortable too with like your own voice and like be knowledgeable on the content that you're doing and then looking up a bunch of research and stuff. But a good piece of advice that um somebody told me, I think I told Jiggy, was that you can't run until you walk. And so another one of my friends who's a podcaster, they had only been going for like a month and it's really as uh, it's, it's disheartening as it is. You can't expect like to have like a bunch of, you know, it takes time. It literally takes time to get like listens, yeah. interactions with all that. And so I too was at that point where like the first like few months I was f very, very frustrated that like you were working so hard, but not getting yeah. like necessarily the recognition that you want, but it takes time. Like I honestly didn't get a thousand listens until 10 months in and then which was this past may i got a thousand and now we're at december and i've gotten to five thousand so it really takes time like it takes time to build things so you can't run until you walk until like you get comfortable learn the ropes until you get into a groove and be it becomes like a regular thing that you're just like naturally suited for um so i would definitely say that you're you're gonna get discouraged um but honestly perseverance and like having that genuine passion for it has kept me going too along with there's been so many other amazing people in this wrestling community like if you want to start your own reach out to me reach out to like mostly anybody in the wrestling community and they will be willing to help you because we literally are all one we all feed off 
feed off of each other. I've learned things from many other podcasters, interviewers, wrestlers, you name it. (laughs) I've learned something from them and incorporated it into my own work. And so I think that's the hugest thing is that we all have to support each other. And so if you want to start your own podcast or content creation or interviews, like reach out to somebody or, you know, there's a lot of YouTube videos. There's I learned from Googling and researching YouTube videos on how to start it myself, you know, and it's also getting uh, comfortable in front of a camera or a microphone or whatever you're doing getting comfortable with it. Your first episode's not going to be your best. Trust me. I still cringe at my first episode that took me literally eight hours to record because I was so nitpicky and like hated the sound of my voice. But now it's like, I can crank these out so easily. So it's basically just learning from others and feeding off of each other and not getting, it's hard to not get too discouraged, but you're going to have some times where you're going to fail or you're going to feel some things are lackluster, but it honestly takes time. So that would be my advice. That is actually <laughs> such great advice. Thank you so and much. We're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're definitely going to take note of that. So before we have our final question, we have a little announcement that we're going to do. Sorry if you hear like some background music or something, but um Actually, on January twenty, on January twenty twenty one, maybe January one, yeah, maybe January one, Troy and I will actually be launching our official Patreon page, guys. Oh my God, like, yeah. Honestly, like Troy and I would just be happy to have like one Patreon, but you know what? It's better than nothing, in my opinion. And we wouldn't really lose anything if we started and we get zero Patreons, to be honest. So you know what? Might as well and. On that note, um, if I remember correctly, the first time I did reach out, I'm not sure if it was <laughs> asking for how to contact wrestlers or page about Patreon, but one of the I've asked you about both, but we want a little reiteration over here. <laughs> what do you recommend us on setting up on our Patreon page? So like you said, um, it, it really is. I only have three patrons right now and two of them are my personal friends who I've been lucky are supporting me. <laughs> um, so I'm not, I'm, I'm still learning the Patreon ropes myself because I've only had it for four months and it is a lot of work because you put so much work into your podcast and then you have school like you guys do. And then like I have work and then you have Patreon and then you have like interviews and it's just a lot, but um, easy stuff that I, learned from other um patreons patrons whatever you want to call them um early access to episodes is super super easy um you can do live chats i would say once you get a couple patrons so you're not just talking to yourself um (laughs) an easy one would be like a bonus episode if you want to record like a patreon exclusive episode another good one is you can have some behind the scenes clips like for example if you get ever get like off topic in an interview and you don't want to put it in there you can well if it's like a fun appropriate (laughs) off topic thing you can put it in there or I've done a couple times where I've asked wrestlers to do like a Patreon bonus question where it'll be like a minute or two of like a, an exclusive question. I just want patron listeners to l- listen to, like have access to. So that's like a bonus clip. It would be or a behind the scenes thing. You could have like an extra question to ask like for Patreon. Um, what else? I do. I mean, I do merch too. So I do discount codes um, and then I give people early access to merch. <sighs> what else do I do? Um, I have another thing too where um I gotta sneeze. Okay. I don't want <laughs> it's to. Fine, it's fine. I hate sneezing. 
<laughs> okay, this is why my show's edited too. Okay. <laughs> no, that's fine. Okay. Um what was I gonna say? Oh my god, it was a good one too. Oh yeah, another thing too is you can have polls. Um, whether like Ooh. you want um like I mean you can have people sound off on like their opinion on something. Another thing I do too is I give people a week in advance of my calendar of um like guests and stuff. So if they want to ask them questions, like they have the opportunity to do that too. Like normally I'll have stuff scheduled a week before so I can post the dates that and who's scheduled that day for um an episode. Um there's so much you could do. Honestly, there's a lot of innovative things too. You can find off other people's Patreon pages and kind of use that too. What else is there? Um, another thing I do um, for my... Oh, yeah. Another easy thing, too, is I know you guys had... At least I think it's in Chiggy's bio or it's in the bio of some of the episode where if people wanted to be on your show, like they oh, could yeah. subscribe. Like if they subscribe yes. for two months, they can be on your show or they can have a topic of their choosing, like be discussed in it. Ooh. I got that from Fightful's Patreon. They have a great Patreon tier thing. So that was top tier where they can the patrons can either be in your show. Or they can have like a topic of their choosing. There's social media shout outs. You guys can do like like Patreon exclusive giveaways. You can have like patron of the month, like have their like name in like mentioned on here. There's a lot you could do. Um, it's just all about scrolling through other people's Patreons. Or there's a lot of ideas that Patreon gives you too um, for like podcasters specifically. So, but yeah, that's a bunch that I like to incorporate into mine anyway. But there's a lot more you could do that I'm probably not thinking of. That is that is a lot of work. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm so, gonna a lot. I know. You gotta get ready so, for that. Emma has given us a lot of advice. I'm I'm gonna re-listen to this episode Same when here. this comes out. <laughs> so, um, without further ado, that is actually the last question that we have. Thank you so much, Ella. This Thank was, you so. This has been so fun. We we still have a couple of questions for you off cam. So, if you mind, is I don't it mind okay? At all. Yeah, that's okay. fine. Thank you so much. But you know, first and foremost, thank you so much. Um, you're probably—it was such an honor to have you on this show. Like, you know, um, even not gonna lie, when I contacted you, I didn't know much. I was like, oh, okay, I've seen this. I've seen a wrestling gal a couple of times, but um, but once I got to watch your episodes, I mean, listen to your episodes. I mean, I was like, oh my god, this girl's. Oh my god, I, I aspire to be like. Like Aww. and this has honestly been super fun and and on Christmas on Christmas Day nonetheless. So yeah, I, I just can't I just can't say thank you enough to be honest. Like Well, thank honestly. you so much too. That's like so incredible and like humbling to hear because I've only been doing this like a year and a half, but it's just so incredible to see how far somebody can come and like have people reach out to me for advice when I'm still like learning myself. But it's just like a testitude that like hard work does pay off. Trust me, like keep going forward. Um, like you will reach this point sometime for sure. It's so thank you so much. I, I appreciate that so much. And you guys are doing incredible things too, as well. You guys seem so passionate about it, especially too with you're not from the, you guys definitely have a real passion for wrestling because you guys aren't from like spoiled with the wrestling events and everything. So you guys know that you guys have a genuine passion for <laughs> yeah. it. So <laughs> that's another great attribute that you guys have. So I really, really appreciate that. And you guys are super poised and confident. So I appreciate that. 
Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, when Jigina had her first, uh, well, our trailer, we were extremely shaky and nervous. We Trust might as well, me, we've, we've all been there. Trust me. Yeah, we might as well re-record it when we have the time, but personally for me, thank you so much for being on the show. I know it's you know, the holidays and some of us are pretty busy, but especially, you know, us, I'm not sure if you know, but Filipinos are extremely festive when it comes to the holiday yes, season, oh but I'm so thankful that we were still able to have this. And this is the first time that Jigene actually woke up pretty early for That's an true. interview. So <laughs> like, thanks for giving us that experience. Yeah. And uh, like I was telling uh, Troy off air too, I've had interviews at like five, six, seven AM. So I, I get it because time, time differences, trust me, I get it. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you do what you gotta do, you know, I would time zones That's suck true. though sometimes, <laughs> but I do appreciate you guys being flexible with me. I know it's a crazy holiday season, but thank you so much for having me on. It's been an honor. Thank you as well. It's been such a great time. Thank you so much. Thank you. And without further ado, if you want to see more women's wrestling fan content, more, more um, what's the word? I was about to say a word. <laughs> Hold up. Wait. And more um, details on our Patreon. You can follow me at JiggyPVP. And if you want more Diva Stan content, why not follow me at TroyPVP. Ella, what about you? You what can find a wrestling gal podcast on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, wherever you find your podcasts. Um, yeah. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at a wrestling gal. And if you want to follow my main, like my personal Twitter, it's at it's Ella J. Ooh, I'll follow you on my personal as well. Yes. <laughs> I should follow I, I should follow more people on my personal Twitter TV age. But without further ado, thank you guys so much for listening. This has this was such a special episode for us. It means a lot to us to have you on our show. Without further ado, thank you guys and happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays. I haven't said that. Oh my god, I can't believe you haven't said that to the people. <laughs> happy holidays, everyone. And happy, happy new year. <laughs> happy new year. A better twenty twenty one for all of us. For thank sure. you for listening. Thank you guys.